Salvage area is 80 proof. Yeah. It's about 80 proof. It feels like it's 100 proof, though. Really? <laughs> it tastes like 70-something to me. All right. So let me get going a, down. Let me get into this article, man. So I read an interesting article in The Guardian written by Dave Schilling. I guess it's important for me to uh, credit these niggas because that's their intellectual property, right? So Their words, not yours. Right. So... I'm just gonna read this verbatim because this, this article is actually like three or four pages and I really don't have the fucking energy So I'm just gonna read this part. This is a little excerpt this week soon-to-be-retired Laker legend Kobe Bryant admonished second-year guard Jordan Clarkson for going to the hole like a light-skinned dude Quote, <laughs> quote Clarkson told the LA Daily News That in the moment prior to posterizing Suns big man Alex Lynn he thought I have to go to the hole like a dark-skinned dude. As soon as the lane opened up, that's all I could remember. It's interesting that... <laughs> oh, shit. It's interesting that Bryant would toss such a racially charged statement at a young player considering his childhood was spent in Europe and he never quite fit in with his peers. <laughs> when he returned to the States, nevertheless, it happened. And Kobe's words reinforced a very potent notion in the basketball circles. Dark guys play the game harder than light-skinned guys. And light-skinned guys. You might be are, right about that. I, I fucking misspoke. It's even better. <laughs> Dark-skinned guys play the game harder, and light-skinned guys are soft. Wow. <laughs> That's the quote, nigga. So you want to wow. get into this Ben Simmons discussion real quick? Wow. Amazing transition. That's a, that's a, that, that's probably like the best light skin transition of the day. So 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 there we go. My nigga, we just gave a light skin high five. Oh man. So uh, earlier this week, I was actually watching the Shaq videos. And Shaq, man, he was going in on this nigga, right? He was on the podcast. He was like, man. When I found out they saw. had beef, and then I found out I was five days late on the beef, and I got to see all the beef and, and consume it all at once, like a whole meal, like a feast. Yeah. Feast of beef. Yeah, but it was amazing, man, because this nigga Shaq was just going. Well, he had been going in on him, like, throughout this whole, like, process, but. Yeah, I, th but, I think I think they were criticizing him last year during the playoffs because I think everybody noticed when he didn't take that shot. I think they actually commented on it in the time. At the time, they said, and on top of that, what was it, like three or four games where they noticed this nigga wasn't taking shots in the fourth. They noticed this nigga was putting up like three or four points in the fourth. And then they was on Hackabin, which was goddamn embarrassing. And these niggas was commenting on it. And he take that personal because he likes me, right? Am I wrong to say that? He takes that personal. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm just kidding about the light skin part. But as an athlete, as a competitor, like you, these niggas are singling you out and talking to you specifically and pointing out your shortcomings on national television. And you, it's hard to keep your head in the game, nigga. When, when, when niggas who ain't your coaches is telling you what you're doing wrong, yeah. not telling you how to fix it, just telling you you're wrong. You know. So ultimately, and I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to get this nigga more credit than he deserves. I'm just trying to say that clearly that shit got in his head and it's been going on since then. He's had probably some issues with those statements. Well, definitely. I mean, I think that's probably what most of what's affecting him right now anyway. I mean, I think I think the criticism from it all is what's really getting to him, what's just really on his head right now, right? So, I mean, you know, when it comes to like that whole mental health piece, I mean, you know, he, he has issues like with his family and whatnot. Um, and I think, I think that may be part of like, you know, what's going on. Huh? What happened to your phone, dude? Listen, man, I got two phones, man. Oh, all right. All you know right. I mean? My bad. I ain't mean to discount you, my nigga. I got the black phone and the bat phone, man. All right. <laughs> you know I mean? so Listen, man, which one, which, one, which one got the hose on it, nigga? <laughs> Listen, man, neither, man, neither, neither, neither. All right. <laughs> there you go. That's a, that's a man of integrity right there. <laughs> All right, so yeah, 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 but but uh, um, but yeah, but uh, but honestly, like I feel like all the pressure that he has, like, I mean, he's buckling under the pressure. But I mean, but he's been buckling under pressure. So he at buckled. the end of the day, nigga, he ain't even playing. He buckled. <laughs> he completely fucking caved in, my shit. So nigga ain't playing basketball at all. So I mean, I guess that's part of that shame. They said he I, lost nine million dollars this year. More than that, I think he's uh, he's he's nineteen. Yeah, 19, more than 19. nineteen million dollars. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, he, st he stands to lose like then. Well, they say that he's gonna get at least the first eight. Um, that's always due to him. So he gets like a like a quarter of his he gets his quarter of his salary off top at the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. So so he gets that. I mean he'll have to fight in court to get that, but he's gonna get that. Damn man. But I hope, I hope he, he loses can, the rest. I hope he can make do with that just that eight. Uh, well, it's funny. I saw a YouTube video like a dude actually broke down all of his finances and stuff like that. It's hard to make do with just eight. 
Well, he he'll be able to make do with just eight because he sure. broke again yeah, because he broke down. He was like, well, based on how much his mortgage payment is, and like you know, even though he bought and spent money on the cars, in his pocket like that. Yeah, no. So like, he's like, well, if you go yo, in this garage, <laughs> these is four cars. So you got a payment on this. You got a payment on that. This one's about seventy two racks a month. <laughs> yeah, yo, nigga, yo. Plus, plus the bloods is extorting him, so he's paying them niggas because he live in L A. And then you know what I mean, and then he's Australian and shit like that. So you got to pay. So you got some money back. Got some money back home. So so to the embassy and shit. So but they but they, but they broke down his finances. I mean, it's it's hurting him, but it's not killing him. You know what I mean? So it's they got his sister rent and then all that shit in there and shit like that. I mean, they you know they they made like you know whatever expenses he has, including all the exorbitant ones. But all right, cool. either way, <clears throat> if they he count, makes off, was with, his chains on there? <laughs> was his chains on there? No, you can, those are tax deductible, actually. Are they really? Yeah. Why? Because if you take pictures in that and it's part of the uniform and shit like that. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, so, Joe, so Joe Burrow's chain, you know, like that Nike chain with JB on there. That's <laughs> oh, my God. You can't tell me America ain't corrupt, my nigga. This is crazy. Nigga. All right. All right, I'm back. How you think Kanye became the Louis Vuitton Don, bro? That nigga bought Louis all in his fucking budget and wrote that shit off. <laughs> this is the real nigga podcast. Yes, it's, it's, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. But man, but yeah, so like with Ben and Shaq, fucking this nigga Shaq was like just trashing him the whole time, man. Like this nigga like came at him, he was just like, yo, that's your brother. You supposed to look out for your brother. And like, yo, nigga, you from LSU. I know you ain't play while you was at LSU, but you still from LSU, dog. It's your brother. I got to call you out on this shit and everything like that. But apparently Ben came back at him on that shit like, yo, all right, so if I'm a LSU brother, yo, why, why you doing me like this, man? So, but, tra- but Shaq went on like, I guess like three different platforms and trashed them. But then I think Thursday night, he said that they actually had a phone call and he said he DM'd them and they talked and he said you know what I'm gonna lay off you know he's got some mental issues he's got some family issues and stuff like that so you know what I'm gonna ease up off him but I'm just gonna say you know as my LSU brother you know what I mean like listen if you're gonna be great you gotta take the criticism for the greats you gotta be a whole ass (laughs) bitch to fucking hide under mental issues and family issues like you gotta be a whole ass bitch to be like I don't like y'all talking about me and then the niggas be like, well, it's legitimate, though. Like, you fucked up. So we talking about it. And then you'd be like, yeah, but I got, like, mental issues and family issues. Oh, all right. Word. I ain't going to talk about you no more, then. You a whole bitch, bro. <laughs> you a fucking whole bitch, bro. You don't even want to be taken seriously in this world, yo. Yeah. Like, you don't want niggas to address you as a fucking adult is what you telling people. Yeah. It's crazy. Sorry. So so that's funny because I, I guess that like you know like like you say you watched the documentary and it Did was any like watch that shit. <coughs> that I didn't watch it shit on Showtime. All right, it's fucking. Oh, I thought it was enlightening, you know, as far as that nigga his whole complex. Yeah, I mean I know y'all niggas was like on since back then, but I nigga I had no idea. Like I always considered them. Cause I only seen him play the game. Like I never seen no interviews. I never. I, matter of fact, I did see him do that Kevin Hart shit, mm-hmm. but I didn't really watch it like that. But I always considered him to just be a quiet, humble dude. But when I when I saw um, when I saw the one and done shit, it kind of added another layer to his character of uh, kind of how he looks at himself. Like when he was doing the whole like not playing shit and then basically saying like, I ain't come to school to go to school, nigga. I came to school to go to the league. And anything that ain't helping me go to the league, I'm not here for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, yeah. Tell these niggas the truth, man. Tell these <laughs> niggas the truth. But then he said, I feel like I'm like, I'm speaking for like a generation. Like, I feel like I'm a leader of a movement. <laughs> it's like, whoa, my nigga, slow the fuck down. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. So it's like, I feel, I, I think he still feels that way now. I really feel like he still looks at himself that way now. He's like, yo, listen, I'm speaking for the players. Like, I'm speaking for our rights. Yeah, he's fucking up the money. Yeah, <laughs> and that was what. Uh, yeah, who was it? God damn, I can't remember who I listened to recently. That was like, yeah, the reason I don't support that shit is because he is fucking up the money right now. Like right now, we got a sweet, we got a whole lot of rights, and him not playing is fucking up the money. Nah, but that is true though. I mean, that like this whole situation is gonna definitely be addressed in like the the whole CBA situation, you know. And I guess like you know, like a nigga can't accept a four or five year max contract and then just decide like, nah, bro. Well, I'm gonna just sit until you trade me. And I made enough money so far to where I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> so you got to do what I need you to do. Um, can you hook that up on the fly or no? Yeah, I can. 
All right. Uh, trade scenarios. I wanted to kind of get into that because I feel like, first off, we haven't been dropping that often. But then secondly, we are approaching the trade deadline. So I feel like we should take our opportunity to make any uh, predictions while we can. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. She introduced me to Spanglish. Surprise him. Say what? I said, I'm surprised he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, other plans. Hi, man. She was probably on a list. Just didn't get to it. Too busy. Um, yeah. All right, so trade scenarios. Trade scenarios. All right, so coming up this week, right? Yo, we got a full fucking house. I just want to let y'all motherfuckers know. I know, yeah. That we got half of our audience in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, niggas is here. So uh, yeah. just so y'all know, if the dynamics seem a little different, niggas, cause it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm in an interrupt. All right, man. So we're coming into this week. Um, so yeah, man. So niggas talking. This is uh, Ben Simmons for James Harden, because apparently the Nets are open to talking about trades for James Harden. You like because that? Because he's a, he's disgruntled. You like that? Not really. Would you um, like more than that? But but you know what though, I like it in the sense to where if we don't if it's a it's a one for one if it's if it's James Harden for Ben Simmons I love it, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, then the game playing anyway, so I wouldn't mind having James Harden on this team. Why the fuck not? You know what I mean? You like something more than that though? Uh, more than just straight up James Harden for Ben Simmons? Do you like something more than that? Man, I know what I like, but I don't think I'm gonna get it, man. So, do you like something realistic more than that, or no? Jalen Brown, straight up, straight up. Talk to me. Talk to, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Come on, talk to me. I think the Jalen Brown scenario is feasible, but unlikely, only because the way the Celtics have been playing lately, I think they're they they want to keep their powerhouse of scores. And there's also talks about Marcus Smart being dealt to Minnesota. So how much of your day-to-day playmakers, or playmakers are, you, are you really going to give up at this point in time? I mean, if you get Ben in a deal, then, yeah, obviously that kind of compensates for Smart's defense and his, 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 uh, his distribution and things like that, what he contributes to the team in a playmaking scene. But I do think the best trade scenario, if you're not getting hardened, Bill's probably unlikely too, because he's looking at possibly. He's starting to try. He's trying to move. Maybe he's but coming around to it. it I, I hear a lot of people trying call. to discount his quality because niggas are saying he's having a down year and all of that shit. Well, and he's, also, he's also about to get wrist surgery too. Right, and injuries. But and it, like, even though he's still a young man, he's been he's he's nine years in, so he ain't a fucking spring chicken ain't no either. Spring chicken, no. He ain't a spring chicken That's either. That's why I like the prospect of Keldon Johnson and De- Deontay Murray. DeJounte. Yeah. DeJounte Murray. DeJo- yeah. I mean, DeJounte that- Murray is truly talented, but I think he's a year or two off. True. But for the same reason why he, I'm sorry, he feels like a one for one in, in Harden because you're netting one at least because Ben's not playing. At least if you get DeJounte, even if he's a year off, he's still going to give you more than what Ben's giving you right now. Oh, right by the so. way, guys, I just want to introduce you to the Highlander. This is the Highlander. That's who's talking. Um, I wish I had a better name for him. <laughs> Highland <laughs> man. <clears throat> Just don't cut off my head. That's the only way you're gonna die, though. <laughs> um all right, okay. So you 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 Highlander, you're thinking more like all right, future versus potential. So you wanna get value for the uh organization as well as with Keeping in mind this Joel Embiid window that we all believe is so tight, which none of us know shit about it. We all just believe it's so tight. But if you ask me, I think he's actually a lot less injury prone than he used to be. Yeah, honestly, I think he's got his technique down and he's working a little bit more efficiently, in my opinion. Yeah, in my opinion. He's protected himself a lot better this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Watching this season, I feel like like this face-up game that he's playing right now. This healthy. Pretty much like this this nigga's out here really playing like Kobe. I mean, it's not like he's really like No, it's undeniable. The facts is there. The proof is there. You look at him. He's playing like Kobe. Nigga's been calling him seven foot Harden 
for like two years now. Well, that's because he catch fouls. That's because that's that's because that rip through. That's because that fucking rip through. Times a game. Yeah. You know, and he's doing euro steps as a seven footer. Like. You're not, you're not supposed to. You know, you don't even have to euro step as a seven footer. You're supposed to go be doing shit like that. Yeah. And then, and then niggas want to talk about his uh, niggas want to talk about like the quality of his legs or the, the quality of like his footwork or anything like that or like his like I said his injury proneness. But if you really look at it, like him as a big man, he's doing he's doing more than ninety five percent of all big men. He's doing more than every other big man. He's way more active for sure. As far and as he, physically, he, he's doing more than every mm-hmm. other big man. All these other niggas do is really just jump. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the rest of Pretty these niggas much. do. He he he's way more active because he's 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 the centerpiece of the offense. Yes, sir. Ninety percent of the game. Yeah, he ain't like and he 90% can't percent of the possession. Like he can bang boards better than anybody who can bang boards, but his job ain't to bang boards. Mm-hmm. His job is to really be down there. His job is to be the initial, the primary scorer on a fucking championship roster. That's his job. But he can bang boards with the best Let me of ask them. You this. Do you think that's a a byproduct of his maturation only, or is that more like a doc influence in basic no, style of him. offense? You he's think I think he's him? I think he's transcendent. Okay. I think he's transcendent. I think he's historical. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, I I agree. Like that but type of talent, like you don't see that talent in that frame. You don't oh, see no, you never not. see that. No, you no, never he, see he that. He manifested that. That's that's the that's the the work that he's put in with Drew Hanlon and all these niggas in the offseason to kind of refine his game and yeah. maybe clean up a little bit of of his, you know, shortcomings whether it's, you know, ball handling in the post, playing out of the playing through double teams and stuff like that. But I do think Doc has a big part of it too, in a sense that when they he knows that he wants to get the best guy on the floor to ball to make to let him work to give him space to go, but also being able to play out of those double teams and find cutters on the weak side. Like how many times have we seen uh, Matisse come off the baseline and dunker spot and get a and get an easy basket because of Joel passing over defenses? We've seen that a lot. I mean Charlie Brown Jr. has been doing it too. Yes. Well, you said it to me. I think you were, you were one of said it to me best. Was was like uh, the shit that he provides on the floor. Like it's not just what he does physically. It's his gravity. It's the it's the effect that he has to the game with how many times he gets to the line, how many double teams he draws, um, how many niggas he ends up falling out by the end of the night. <laughs> like it's just so many other things that he provides to the game, and and you would call those intangibles. Like you can't find those in your most athletic that's and skilled scores, right? No other big that's and doing that. And your most not even bigs. Fuck it. In your most athletic and skilled scorers, that type of shit that he's doing, man. Oh my god, it's beautiful to watch yeah. the, that effect on a game, man. That's yeah. fucking that's reverberation. That's, luxury, that's it's waves. A luxury to have when you like. T- I think Tobias mentioned it the other day when he was saying, "I'm gonna tell my kids." Uh, the best player I ever played with was Joel Embiid, you know, and he's like, and he, he's he makes right. everything easier for everyone for everyone else on the floor. He played with CP3, right? Toby, yeah, I thought he did. I don't know because I know I wasn't watching Clippers. I'm not sure how the turnover went over there. He was with Houston. He was. Oh, okay. oh CP3 was already with Houston. All right, so they broke, they broke that band up, the uh, Lob City band. Yeah, so well, Toby's show. Toby, right. Toby, right. Toby was in Detroit though, too, right? Toby wasn't was in Detroit. Toby got traded for uh, Blake Griffin. Oh uh, shit! Right. Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> no, no, it was like some. It was, no, it was more pieces. I'm sure it wasn't no, a straight it was, up. It was definitely on some like Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, Blake. Blake signed like the deal. Mega Max. Because right? I, I was about to ask if he played with Blake next. I was about to ask no. that. Mm-hmm. Blake signed the Mega Max in the L.A. Clipperland, right? Jerry West was like, "Nah, man, let's move this nigga out now." Mm-hmm. And um, so um, Stan Van Gundy was uh, was both the uh, VP and the coach, so he facilitated that deal. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I like it. And I, I just remember Blake because Stan sorry talks about, about Stan talks about Tobias affectionately. Like when he's doing the commentary, he had Orlando too, didn't he? When he's doing the, com- yeah, I don't yeah, know if he, Orlando. I don't, was he there? Unless, so that, wait. unless that was like the final year of Stan's run as the head coach no, there. No, because was, didn't the white dra- wait was he drafted to Orlando or was he drafted to the he was Bucks? I think he was drafted, drafted to Orlando. I think he was drafted to Orlando. I think he was drafted to the Bucks. Got traded during the uh, during all, the um, during the during the draft. Right? Maybe yeah. I'm gonna look it up. Go ahead, keep talking, fellas. But I know he was drafted as one and played for the other. I know he played for Orlando, but I don't know if he actually played for the Bucks. I can't remember. Nonetheless, Joel's gravity. <laughs> 
um, definitely contributes to the success of the team, which is why you see, you know, the yo, success of like yo, the high yo, yo. role. Bucks, Bucks drafted, went to Toronto that fucking, was it the same year? Fuck, I don't even, yeah. Went to Toronto the next year, went back to the Bucks the same year, stayed mm. with the Bucks for the rest of the year, then went to Orlando for like three years. Mm-hmm. And then went back to Toronto. And then went back to Toronto. And then went back to Orlando. <laughs> Yo, this thing. Wait, wait, let me say he this again. With Michael Carter. Let me say this again. I think he played with Michael Carter. Okay, so in 2011, 2012 season, this nigga was drafted by Milwaukee. Okay? Mm-hmm. The next season, he went to Toronto. Halfway through that season, he went back to Milwaukee. And then Milwaukee traded him before the season was over to Orlando. He stayed in Orlando for the rest of that season and two more years after that. And then he got traded back to Toronto. And then after Toronto, guess where he went? Back to Orlando, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Look at it, nigga. Wow. I don't even remember him playing in Toronto. (laughs) I didn't even know he played for the... Well, I don't know shit, but... games in Toronto? Look at it, motherfucker. Look at it. This, this, there you go. That's basketball reference, bro. It says what team he's on. Where's the games played? Games played. It's GP is like the second one or third one. It's the, it should be like near the front. He played, oh, wow, 55 games. <laughs> yes. You ain't seen none of them. No. <laughs> he wasn't on the radar yet. You ain't seen none of them shits. Nah. Yo, you turn me down, E? Turn me back up. Turn me back up. He got heavy yeah. minutes. I'm the one with the headphones on, so. No, 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 no. My dude played average 23 minutes in Toronto. He's peaking. He's peaking. He's peaking. You call me buddy now? I think it was damn. I must have really fucked up. Here you go. Yeah, bro, that's crazy. That's wild. Nigga, don't worry, bro. We good. I'm just fucking with you. And then he went to Detroit, and then he went back to Toronto. (laughs) Yo, he went to Toronto two more times after that, nigga. He went to Toronto two more times after that. But is this is it safe to say his most efficient year was his last year in LA Clippers? LA. That's what everyone Still? says. I don't I didn't watch, but everyone says that that was his best year. Yeah, if you his career his well best. actually his best year was last year. Last year was his best year. Yeah. Last year was his career year, but before that, it was his it last, was last year, year with the Clippers under the Doc. Trade. Both years under Doc, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, we could talk all the shit Something we want about Doc, but we're going to get rid of Doc. We got to get rid of Toby too. There's always room to criticize Doc. I mean, the easiest thing you can really give him is, you know, how many leads have he has he blown in regular season and, and postseason? Right, that's the easiest thing to point out. And then there's it's pretty, know, so, but yeah, but he broke records and blown fucking yeah. leads and playoffs. I mean, I'm a supporter of Doc. I'm a su- I'm a supporter of. But any I do bl- think that his contrarians have a have a strong argument to where. Hell yeah! Like I said, it's historical. No one has no one has suffered. He's just like the Falcons, bro. <laughs> no one has suffered the fucking losses he's that's, suffered. That's, ugh, sorry, Patriots. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I watched it though. So um, this is a good time to bring this up. So Secret Base, who used to be SB Nation, they have a seven fucking part documentary. Each part being about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So that means what? One point five times seven. That's about ten and a half hours. Mm. So ten and a half hours. Ten and a half hours on the history of the Falcons. The history of the Falcons. Before that, last year they did ten and a half hours on the history of the Mariners. The history of the Falcons based on what? His draft pick or just entirety? Or just, Every just, mm. you turned me all the way off. Oh, I don't hear shit no more. Here, nigga, you want headphones? You got them? You good? All right. You decide, like, I don't know how to perceive reality anymore. Anyway. Can I feel some of that? Uh, that cello? Cello? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pass your cup. He going he gonna, he gonna to mix it. He going to mix it. Um, so anyways, what were we saying? Put my man to work. The documentary on uh, Falcon. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so it obviously was their narrative because it was the people who created it. So I, they're going to tell it from their perspective or however. But they were in Atlanteans. Right, they were they were Atlanteans and they uh, ATLians. ATL, they were ATLians. <laughs> they were they they're they're ATLians, so they're telling it from perspective of uh, lifelong fans, mm-hmm. and also perspective of statisticians. 
And they tell draft picks. They tell a story of quarterbacks. They tell a story of bad trades. They tell stories of blown leads. They tell a story of rivalry with the Saints. They tell a lot of the perspective of the stories. Superstars, you know, the Deons and the Julios and all the different niggas. The Matt Ryan story. Yeah, like they literally start from the fucking beginning, bro. I'm really curious. It's comprehensive, if it's nothing else. Tony (laughs) Gonzalez was pretty big there. And then there Tony, was, no, but Tony was bigger in, in San Fran, though. Tony did most of his good work in San Fran. He, I think he peaked over there. I don't recall that. I'm sorry. It's on t- but tight end? Yeah. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez, Hall of Famer Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, shit, I don't know nothing, bro. Nah, I, I'm willing was, to tell y'all niggas I don't know nothing. Now, nah, he was a man of Miami, right? I mean, he was getting it, right? Oh, I just looked up Tony Gonzalez on basketball reference. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a nigga Tony Gonzalez in ba- play basketball in the NBA? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drafted free agent. <laughs> uh, honestly, he at the rec right now, busting niggas ass. Tony Gonzalez is in the Football Hall of Fame for for the Falcons. Is he not? Or is he he's a Kansas City. Oh, I got it fucking mixed up. I was thinking of 49ers, but it's Kansas City. Damn, Wayne, oh, you had you to say what? it. You had to say it fucking as soon right. as I found it. Oh, shit, I'm I thought it was Kansas City. I'm, I'm sorry. Tripping. I mean, sorry. I thought it was San Francisco. I mixed them up. Colors. That's right. It was Kansas City. Yeah, because I saw that nigga in red, bro. I saw I that nigga on the That's West Coast in red with the sun out. That's how mm-hmm. I seen him. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind. All these reds look alike now. <laughs> in my mind. In my mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, you got to uh, relax, bro. Nah, he's just about to explode me. He's just going to stop working. <laughs> Say that again in the mic. I gotta swap them out. These are explode on me. It's not working. <laughs> Word. But the whole Vic era, because Vic, Vic, pretty damn much them Mike Vic. Blew, oh my Vic god, blew he blew Atlanta. up the league. Yeah. He blew up the whole fucking league, Vic was a bro. Fucking powerhouse, Vic. Two thousand Madden, two thousand four, still right one now. of the best Maddens of all time, and it's no coincidence because Vic that was Michael unstoppable. Was, they talked about do, that on there too. All bro. you had to do was pick Michael Vic. Yeah. They, they had the Vic stick. Playing they had the Vic the stick, Vic but then the next year they had to create the hit stick just for Vic. Right. Dead ass, bro. Mm-hmm. They had to, they they actually had to make... He was make, the fastest player in the game. He was the best fucking quarterback. He was 99, bro. <laughs> he was unstoppable. He was bro. the Madden cover athlete. That nigga was a beast. If it wasn't for them goddamn dogs, I would have got away with it, too. I'm definitely going to check this out. Uh, <laughs> I would have got away with it, it too, if it again? wasn't for you meddling dogs. <laughs> so in high school, in high school, I, I used you, to work at the Reebok store, and when and when they first opened, they were selling NFL uh, authentics because Reebok had the license to sell all that. We had an entire rack full of Michael Vick authentics, white Jones, black Jones, and red Jones. Michael Vick. I guarantee you, every motherfucker... In our high school, was rocking the, the the new Atlanta Atlanta Falcons Michael Victory. That's when like you no know, that one year he he was rocking the old one, the all all black one with that shitty looking Falcon, and then they decided to make that Falcon look that like Falcon an F. Was definitely fucked up, dude, bro. Dude, the, the new jersey was trash, like, fucking ass, fire. Mm-hmm. But like everyone had a. But fucking I like Nike back in the day Michael when they had Vic. the red helmets, though. You remember that shit? Everyone, everyone. You, he, he was a appointment dealer. Used to usually be the cleanest back in the day. It was clean as hell. Clean Still as hell. is. Mm. Why you can't beat the Wolfpack. Black and red always Dude. been the best. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm just saying black and red. I think black and red is like one of those color sequences that people just gravitate to no matter what. Like yeah. I think it's black and red, and is yeah, it's black and red. That's it. What else? What, else? what competes with black one. and red? Signature what competes with black and red? I was about to say white. And something else, but I can't even think of like white and gold or white and yellow. How do blue and yellow? White, white and gold, white and yellow. I was just gonna say blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. Yeah, I've always hated blue and yellow. There's a reason for that because it's always been around. Yeah, yeah, it's always been there. Always <laughs> been there. You've been conditioned. Yep, I hated that shit. Look at the Rams, the Bruins. Yep, I know. I know. The Bruins. No, I love I love the combination of orange and uh, blue, but that's the Mets and the Knicks. Any other team? Orange and blue? Oklahoma City? You wildin'. I never I never thought to myself, I wanna wear orange and blue today. And I wanna see <laughs> like how you know what? Pull off. I'm gonna garb myself in orange and blue today. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to disparage it. I only it. know one nigga that liked the color orange. Nah, I told somebody somebody told me <laughs> who first off, do I know him? All right. This nigga <laughs> All right. That's cause of Goku. But then 
Oh, eh? That's because of Goku. But <laughs> the thing is, I, I met one nigga who said, yo, my favorite color is orange. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah. I was like, why? He was like, because it's nobody else's favorite color. And I was like, see, that ain't real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't believe you're in that. You're just a contrarian. Yes, you are. You're just a contrarian. <laughs> That's all you're doing is trying to be different without having any reason to do it. So I'm sending this to you now. I'm sending this dumbass documentary to you. He came back. You good? I'm good. All right. It's also to you. What's we your favorite there. jersey scheme or, or jersey color? Man, I got to probably say uh, the Denver Nuggets with the uh, the Rainbow Giants, the, the navy blue oh, with the rainbow. The yeah. See, the whole, the, so the problem with the Nuggets is, right, we already had this discussion. Maybe you yeah, niggas heard it. The problem with the Nuggets, no, no, no. In rainbow. No. <laughs> last, year, la last year they had red, orange, black, fucking whatever the fuck. These niggas yeah. did whatever. So the the problem with the the, Doug, the Nuggets jerseys is, and I talked to this nigga about it already. They got too many of them. They got a billion different jersey color schemes, bro. Mm -hmm. They literally they bring out jerseys out of nowhere, and you be like, for real? Like how how are you even allowed to do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like they got a red one, they got a white one, they got a yellow one, they got a blue one, they got a dark blue one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and then on all of them, some of them got rainbows, some of them don't got rainbows. Mm -hmm. Some of them got the little fucking the little emblem on the front. Some of them don't. Some of them just say Denver. Some of them <laughs> say Nugget. Nuggets. Like they just go everywhere <laughs> with it, bro. And it, I'm talking all one year. Like they I, go crazy. I I looked it up. I was like, yo, e, bro, check out all of these Nuggets jerseys that are available that for this year. Me. You know why? Because I think that a, I see this. Maybe it's just me, but I think is it's a small marketing kind of uh, incentive. Right? Like I talk, I typed in Nuggets jersey. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm listening. Okay. Yeah. So that's the one. He's, yeah. The, the the Alice English era of uh, of Nuggets. Yeah. But then look at the fucking the oh, navy yeah, John. Different, different shades of that navy John. Then the blue John. They got <laughs> the royal blue John. Then they got orange John. Then they got the black back. <laughs> Nigga, oh, I'm telling the, you, they, they drawing. They, they doing, doing a lot. And OKC did it too, though. Yeah, but OKC, you're right about that. I ain't got nothing to say. Okay, OKC, OKC did, did it a but lot, but, that, that but that's the because point. they were they were expanding and so they they had a lot. Exactly, so they like, they needed to sell jerseys, a lot so to get the attention. Colors. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then we were just we were talking earlier about how that shit goes into the profit share situation, which honestly, the league literally pressures you to do things like that so mm -hmm. that you can hold up your end of the bargain because one, you're not selling tickets. Two, you're is not... Is it the league, though? I mean, well, all right. No, so, it is so the, the league. Or, the organization signs off on it, but I, I also think because... It's a profit share in the league when it comes to jersey sales. When it comes to merch sales yeah. and a whole bunch of other things, when it comes to advertising, when it comes to merch sales and it comes to broadcasting money, all of that shit... Is shared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all well, the, yeah, all, well, all the money all is sent up. Teams. You know what I mean? Right. All, all the money gets sent up to the NBA. Distributed, and then it's distributed. Know? So yeah. if you sell a jersey, it's say you're New York, right? Mm -hmm. You're the Knicks. You sell a jersey, that money don't go straight to the Knicks. That money goes up to the NBA and then it comes back down mm -hmm. to all of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So by having a great star in the league, that benefits all of us. Oh, and by sure. having a beautiful ass colorway, the city edition by building a has yeah, a beautiful yeah. jersey in the league, that benefits the whole league, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, that's all I was saying. So yeah. Denver, because they a small market team, they're compensating by making five hundred different fucking jerseys. Be washing these niggas right now. But the thing is, like, yo, when I, I told you when I was in Denver, I know everybody up. just rocks like Denver team shit. So, <laughs> so like, literally, the everybody whole state, the, the whole state got fucking <laughs> yeah. Like, it, when the thin the city, like everybody has the jerseys on and everything like that. It's just wild. Like, you know what I mean? Like niggas got Rocky jerseys on, Rocky shirts, the hats, and everything like that. It's just like, yo, everybody has fucking Denver team shit. That's you know, it's crazy. That's it's like wow. And you know, it's funny. The Rockos is the worst team. The, uh, the Rockos, the Rockies is the worst team in the league, and the Broncos is almost and. uh what else? The Nuggets. That's all they got is the Nuggets. Do they got hockey? I'm sure they got a hockey team. I wouldn't know, though. Avalanche? Aval oh, no. The Avalanche nice as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, the Avalanche good. <laughs> all right. So they, they doing better than we are right now. They got two, <laughs> yeah, they got two old yeah, yeah, yeah. teams. Buns. Nah, man. We made it to the playoffs in football. Yeah, what? We trash as fucking. No, nah, today. This year. We made the, the playoffs. The Flyers. Oh, no. We trashed. Yeah. Oh, we <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I mean, we tried. Oh, that shit the bad. Birds gave it a shot. That shit's real bad right now. Against all odds, yo. ain't got no receivers. But anyway, yeah, yo, yeah, we were talking about that earlier, yo. In this draft, do you think we should draft a receiver or should we just draft all defense? I think we should draft a receiver. I think because we have three first round picks, we can afford to take a flyer on a solid receiver. Okay, what does take a flyer mean? Meaning, I'll give you who's, who's the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Variant number 30. <laughs> <laughs> 
I told you these niggas just don't stop, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, look at this nigga like, Who's wait. Who's the kid, Who's the kid uh, from Alabama? The one that got hurt. Jamison. Uh, I don't watch college football, bro. I'm sorry. That receiver. Yeah, he that guy. Heisman, he was a Heisman candidate. Cool. I feel like. Is he take a flyer on him? Is he is he projected to go top? He's a he's what he's top first three. round. Yes, top three. He's a top receiver. three receiver in this class. All right, top three receiver in a class. So where he ranks in terms of yeah 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 everyone yeah. else. Yeah, he can go twenty two. He can go forty four. Your favorite knows? flavor, you know, draft but, based off need, or you can draft best available. So I was telling E, I said I know that we drafted badly, poorly, but also we drafted three receivers last year. First round. Mm-hmm. Not last year, sorry. Within the last three years, consecutively. Mm-hmm. We've drafted three receivers in the last three years. So I can see why we wouldn't. And I don't think it probably makes any sense to do it and, and, and on the one hand. But on the other hand, what I really feel is we got one. We got a threat. All right? So we fucked up twice, but we got a good one. We got a threat. Mm-hmm. Now we need another one. <laughs> we need another threat. That's why it so makes that sense to me. We need another one. threat so that he can be a full fucking threat. You know what I'm saying? And even if the nigga ain't as good as him, the nigga can give him some space. And that's what it's all about. Because at this point, there's nobody, at, like literally, there's nobody as far as like like position players back there that's worth covering right now. Mm-hmm. Like on our team, no. I mean, Quez and him. It's Quez and him. And Quez was drafted what, in like the sixth or the fifth? I don't remember. Yeah, I think Quez was drafted in like the fifth or something. He, he, was, he, was he was a low draft pick. Yeah, but he's been outperforming, absolutely. All the rest of these middle niggas. He, he has really good NFL speed, and that's 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 going to carry you a long way. He may not necessarily be the best route runner. Obviously, he he's can not, catch a deep ball, man. That's all a nigga needs sometimes, He's man. a nine route guy. That's all a nigga needs, bro. He's not going to give you hitches. He's not going to yeah, give you post Yeah, you just routes. get on that go, baby. He just, he just you beat a nigga. Field, <laughs> you just beat, you up beat a nigga and catch it. So that being said, because Aguilar used to do that too, but he ain't catch it. So you got to beat a nigga and catch it. See, that's the thing. You got to beat him so, and catch it. To that point, so if you f- are so, are, are you on the side of drafting a wide receiver? That's mm-hmm. what, that's what. You, okay, mm-hmm. I honestly think that we should probably grab a, a wide receiver free agency. <clears throat> that's what I was going to. If anybody becomes available, I think we should probably just like you know just because we can make Devontae Smith a really big weapon if we, by your example, get a free agent wide receiver who's yeah. already tenured and. And seasoned and you know experienced and kind of maybe bring the other guys along because yeah let's be honest I mean Rager he still got a year unless <laughs> unless the Eagles just decide to cut bait now I don't I, I, I don't think he got a whole year I don't think he got a whole year nah but he I mean who's who's we can't trade him where's he gonna go what do we get for Aguilar a pick, a pick. <laughs> yeah <Aguilar>? yeah a pick <laughs> a what a fifth. A fifth, probably. <laughs> I, I take it. I take a fifth for Aguilar. If we, I take a if we fifth, grab somebody, nigga. I take a fifth for If you take a fifth for Aguilar, you got to take a six or seven for Rager. <laughs> for real. <laughs> at least Aguilar oh, scored a touchdown in his career. At least Aguilar. At least Aguilar scored a touchdown in his career. What record done for you not, so far? What record? What record done for you? How many touchdowns did he have this year? Seriously, you asking me that? No, I'm dead. I'm dead. I don't. I don't know. Oh my god, I can't recall. I know he's dropped. I think he probably has like like what six one, six or seven. You think Rager has six? six? He got, he got you six think touchdowns? Ra- no. I don't remember. You that. think one Rager has games. six touchdowns? You're wilding. Can I bet you some money right now before you look this shit up? No. Wow. How many touchdowns he got? Talk to me. Well, now nah, we got some other dudes. Settle. Woj 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 bomb. What happened? Oh. Karis Levert. Did it's it going to the Cavs? Karis going to the Cavs. All right, cool. What else? Oh, Are shit. we involved? Damn, in I didn't mean to see that. Are we involved oh, in it? He's he's you just seen his dick. Dick pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm in favor of drafting a wide receiver. Yeah, for the record, there's a, there's a couple good guys. There's a kid out of uh, um, what's his uh, USC, Southern California, not the Gamecocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drake London, good prospect. There's the the kid from Alabama, and take your pick with that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. That Ole works. Miss. Um, I do like those prospects. Yeah, this is his buns, bro. Who? This nigga Jalen Rager. This nigga only got two touchdowns all season. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> you finding either one. <laughs> Yo, how about this? I keep trying to find Yo. this. I keep trying to find the stats, and they keep sending me to college. <laughs> they're telling me he's unaccomplished in the NFL is what they're telling there, me. There's not many players that come out of TCU and become developed 
really good NFL contributors. Are they even first of it? They're Division One, right? They're, they're D one. All right, but they usually kind of they get outplayed by every all the the Clemsons, the 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 Auburns. The so basically, they're like Marquette. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Marquette's fair. Yeah. Not a lot not <laughs> not, not a lot of talent really comes. Yeah. Like yeah. They might get it right we once all, in a, We all know about them. There's D Wade and then there's that's Jay it. Crowder and then there's There's a That's that's pretty much it. No, nah, there's D Wade, there's Drake Crowder and then there's um <laughs> Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> No, there's Jimmy Butler. Jimmy yeah, Butler. Jimmy Butler came out of Marquette. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Three every That's it. That was, no, but that was it, though. <laughs> no, I had to remember him. I got to give him his. Dude. But other than him, yeah. know, there's no one else. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That you, you held that against him, actually, that he came out of Marquette. He was like, I still Yo. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I said ballers don't go there, bro. Damn, dog. Nah, you ain't man. Time is that ball. No, coaches definitely go there. <laughs> Coaches definitely go there. Doc went there. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Doc oh, went man. there. All right. So back on my the last player shit. I knew that came out of TCU <laughs> that was actually like a dynamic-ish player uh, was uh, what's this kid named Drew? Damn! If Something. he was really that dynamic, you remember his name? I remember him. I don't remember his <laughs> full name, but I know he ran oh, like man. a four-two-six or something in the country. Hey man, he should have. He should have got drafted track. by. He got drafted by the Steelers. Damn, I can't remember his name. Um. Okay. So since I got more people in this room right now, Super Bowl picks, gentlemen. You want to run through them? Uh. All right. Wait. 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 Before I change the subject, do does anyone have any like realistic trade scenarios that we can actually run over? Because I did kind of have an idea of, like, I don't want I don't want to like I I I consider detail, but I don't want detail. So I was thinking, you know, back on my light skin shit, Halliburton, right, Kings. And okay. then possible king scenarios, but they say they pulls out, but I don't believe them niggas. I don't believe none of these niggas, so they ain't pull out. Fuck that. So light skin, possibly king scenarios. Light skin kings. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was so perfect. If uh, like if fucking Ben Simmons got traded there, that would actually work. That'd be a one for one. <laughs> light skin for light skin. Yeah, man, that'd be a one for one. <laughs> Is that trading up or trading down? Nah, he, he just That's got, definitely trading up. Gave us thirty-eight the other fucking. Ben ain't never give us thirty-eight. <laughs> they gave us thirty-eight. Once. Gave us 38 once on the Jazz. <laughs> once, five years. once on the Jazz, they gave us five years. This nigga Tyree's been in the league a year and a half, bro. Fuck oh, that. Man. And we got Reese and Reese, nigga. Reese's. <laughs> Reese's, nigga. Reese's pieces. Yeah. He got the light oh, skin man. one and the dark skin one. Oh, man. <laughs> Maxie could be the outside. And Halliburton could be the fucking peanut butter filling. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. So let me ask you this. So if, if you're the Kings... What do you have to gain from Ben Simmons? And right. who do you trade for him to actually make the trade work both ways? Is it worth getting Ben Simmons when you already have a solid Well, from what I heard, no, no, no. From what I heard was so, from what I heard is De'Aaron Fox wasn't on the table because these niggas wanted to build. But then I heard De'Aaron Fox was on the table. And then I heard niggas was trying to build around Halliburton. And then I heard De'Aaron Fox and Halliburton were the perfect fit. So to me, this is a fucking trash. This is a clown organization. I don't believe nothing that comes out of them. They don't know whether they want to fucking rebuild or whether they want to build around one nigga or the other nigga or any of these niggas. So to me, I am not going to say that one of them is off the table or the other one's off the table. What I'm going to say, I, so I don't think they know what's best for them. To answer your question very clearly, I don't think they know what's best for them. At the time. So it's very thought, hard for me to know what's best for them. Yeah. At the time, I thought a bunch of shit, but no, reports I mean, came different. At the time they drafted Halliburton, I figured they were just drafting the best guy available. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It didn't yeah. make sense because they had he dropped redundancy in that position. Correct. I got you. I'm like, wait a minute, so where's Buddy going to play? No, oh, but see, right. Buddy's off the bench anyway. Well, we know that now because yeah. he's he's been, you know, relegated, relegated to, to the bench because everybody else has been playing much better. Right. And I guess the rotation is how it, how it works, even though they're still losing fucking games. But, I mean, to Buddy, me, Buddy isn't the guy that's going to get To you. me, a championship team, and I'm not saying that they are anything like that, but I'm saying a championship team usually takes a good bit of depth in the front court. And the backcourt. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to have two strong guards and to have another nigga coming off of the bench who's also could start anywhere on any other team possibly is like perfect. And if you thought that 
like to me if you knew anything you would keep that together if you thought that that was a thing but they watch these niggas more than we not we watch these niggas they see these niggas in practice they see how many games these niggas is losing they clearly not working together mm -hmm. so they got to get rid of one of them and i don't know whether they want to give us the Aaron or i don't know whether they want to give us tyrese but i think ben for tyrese i don't think that's an even trade i think they owe us a pick i agree and I, that's why i think they don't make that deal because the kings can't afford to give up picks they could give us another piece. Yeah, they can though. give us players. They can't they give, can us give us another they can piece. Give us players, but yeah. they can give us another piece. They're too though. much in the hole. No, I won't even call it. A, I won't even call it a player though. It's a piece. It's a piece. It's a chip. Well, it's yeah. a chip to put into some other shit. Another player for another be, thing. Do they still have Tristan Thompson? Not to say we want him, but I just mean like I think they do. Yeah, that would that would be that would be too bad. Yeah, I would, if they had Bielitsa still, I would say he would be the piece right. or a chip even or right. or not a chip even a player even. Damn. But so 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 I'm watching ben, him. So Ben for Tyrese and Tristan Thompson would actually be a yeah. I'll take that. That's a, that's not a bad one right there, right? I would still much rather have Keldon Johnson. And DeJounte, and DeJounte, DeJounte Murray. Murray, yeah. I feel like think that's better. I feel like I feel like if I, if I'm Greg Popovich, and my Spurs are at the very bottom of the Western Conference, who's going to elevate my guys right now? Because I'm getting the best out of Dejounte Murray right now. I feel now. like everybody been and raping. We still pop for win. a bit. I feel like everybody just taking all pop good players. I feel like Dejounte on his way Ever out. Ever since Kawhi left, he hasn't been the same. He hasn't right. been back. No, so everybody if you got a guy leaving. like Ben Simmons who could at least elevate people around you. And if you can motivate him to play better, you might be in a conversation for an eighth, seventh seed, right? I got it. And I also feel like if I'm Greg Popovich, if I'm going to get Ben Simmons, and I know the Sixers are a contender, they're going to be willing to give up a little bit more based off the pieces that I give up. If I can't get it done with Keldon Johnson, if I can't get it done with DeJounte Murray, and I know I have, they ha I have to trade them in order to get Ben Simmons, I know the Sixers will give up picks. The Sixers can afford to give up picks in the trade that gives that makes them a contender with both DeJounte Murray and Keldon Johnson. Okay. I don't even need any more than that because you still got uh, Derek White. You still have uh, – who's the uh, – uh, what's the Chris kid's name? Vesely or whatever. Not Jan Vesely. Vesely? Vesely? Who are you talking um, about? Jacopo, yeah, all right, whatever. I'm, nah, not, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here about the he name. Put some, he put some points on us. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not about <laughs> you, to do you that. You get where I'm going. Because, so, no, no, they draft them niggas. Sorry, not draft them niggas. They like them niggas to all look the same. That's a start. You they want them niggas to all look the same. And then you basically use free agency and maybe you try to get somebody to play with. Ben Simmons, maybe maybe the Sixers toss in Danny Green. Pop gets Danny Green back. You got... You got Ben Simmons. You got a couple draft picks from the Sixers. You got your own draft picks and maybe you move somebody else because Jacoperto was also rumored to be in the trade talks too. Yeah, so. Maybe maybe you talk to Golden State. Maybe you give up Jacoperto for Wiseman and some picks. Golden State, I don't think they try to play no ball right now. I, like, honestly, you mean in terms of trades or just yeah, yeah. In terms of trades, I don't think they really trying to play no ball right now. I think they, they feel. Have to. I think they feel like they're in a really good position right now. Yeah. So they if they're gonna do something, like yeah, if they're gonna do something, they're gonna do some crazy shit, and they're gonna yeah. do some crazy shit, and they're gonna win. Mm -hmm. Like so, I don't think that they're trying to do nothing. Uh, I was actually gonna move on to the Hawks. After that, mm -hmm. I was gonna say uh, realistically, um, they they've been showing interest in Ben. I don't. I know that they could use him. I know there's a lot of place for him, especially in that system that they got around Trey. Uh, you need a nigga in a dunker spot. If Ben is willing to coexist in that system, you know what I'm saying? First mm -hmm. off, he could he could play. He could he could facilitate, give Trey a little bit of opportunity to walk around without the ball and breathe, just like Steph be doing. Mm -hmm. Two, he could actually relieve Trey and play point when Trey is off the floor and move the ball. Or three, he can just stand in the dunker spot at the three or the four and motherfucking go. You know what I'm saying? Just wait for that lob. Wait for that whatever. Mm -hmm. If he's willing to be put in that position. So I can see how it would benefit them. But I'm just not sure exactly what pieces that we will want. I personally like Kevin Herter a lot. I like Kevin Herter. Mm -hmm. um, We'd have to take John Collins. But do you think John Collins John Collins wants to go. John Collins really wants to fucking go. But I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I can't see John Collins if we got Toby. I barely even see John Collins if wouldn't be working, personally. That's... that's that's my only gripe about that situation. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's going to work. Like, John Collins is a really good player. He's he's definitely gotten better in the mid-range. He's an above-the-rim kind of guy, so... His his, his three-point shooting is above average as well. I think he's like yeah, 30, he's 30, 38, 39 he's right now. He's this year for sure. Yeah. I just... It seems kind of redundant. 
because he's not an ISO player. He's definitely a, an in-the-system, pick-and-roll kind of guy that where he, he shines the most, but he's a really good rebounder, which helps us big time because we fucking suck. MB, John Collins, and Andre, I think that it would take a real special mind to come up with a system that can make that shit work. And I don't think we, I don't think we have enough nah, good that's shooters. Nah, that's not going to work. work. Nah, not at all. I can't, I can't really subscribe to making a trade with the Hawks unless we get Herter and John Collins and maybe even uh, – Lou will, I would say that that kind of makes it work because at least we got some good perimeter scoring. Because in a, in, a, in a rotation where you got Toby, let's say Corky as your point for shits and goods. Yeah, see, I, see, would, that, that's I, would, the issue. I would take Lou will would take to, uh, Corky's minutes. Corky's spot. Yeah, right. Lou will would completely replace Corky. That's it. Okay. So, but yeah, and Lou will has shown the capacity to. Distribute the ball when needed, but he's also yeah, yeah. a really good ISO scorer. He's like, yeah, no, he's, like, he's, he's a better, better ISO Milton. scorer. Than yeah, he's a better shake Milton. Yeah, yeah. Right. he also can't defend just like Corfi. <laughs> yeah, so so I think that's the issue. Like the, the the two glaring needs is like we need like rebounding, we need ball handling, and we need a bit more perimeter scoring. Okay, so like who gets us that? Um, honestly, I was going to say Jalen. <laughs> I was going to say Jalen Brown. That's what I was going to say. Jalen Brown, Bradley Bill. Those yeah. Two right there. Boom. Jalen Brown. But Jalen Brown, I mean, I don't want to say Jalen Brown has. See, it scares me because Bradley Bill, I love Bradley Bill. A lot of people talk shit about Bradley Bill because he's never won. But I think he's one of those guys like Matt Stafford. Like, if you get this nigga opportunity to have some real players around him, then he can do something. Like, on some real shit. Real whole, or, or not even just players, like a, a organization. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. Like, niggas who won. Wizards ain't never won shit. They don't know nothing. That organization don't know shit. It's they don't even know how. argument in any of the sports. What? <laughs> you say, who, what has he won? Like, dog. <laughs> Everybody can't win. Yeah. There's always going to be losers, and there's a lot of really great players that never won any. Yeah. But we don't always have to break them down to that fact. No, it, I understand. There's five other guys. What I'm saying four is, other guys in the court. But, man, okay, so, so you know if, there's a, if, if the priority is winning, right, mm-hmm. if that's the priority to get yeah, a championship. That's the if that's the No, that's the priority, right? Yeah. That's the criteria. Okay, that's the criteria, but that's the priority. So if the criteria and the priority is winning a championship, then you can look at every fucking star in the league, and you can look at what – uh, what organizations they've won their championships with, mm-hmm. and you can have to you have to admit that they've been with winning organizations. Mm-hmm. They haven't yeah. like me and E looked it up before. It's the Lakers, it's the Celtics, and then it's us. The Lakers, the Lakers got like seventeen. The Celtics got seventeen. I'm, I'm pretty sure they tied right now. And then we got three or four. And then you got and then you got Houston, which is three or four. Mm-hmm. And then Golden State. And, and then Golden State, Golden State which is three Antonio. or four. Golden State just got all theirs within the little run. Mm-hmm. San Antonio got like five. Or something, but mm-hmm. we know we know who San Antonio is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's nobody else. But that's what I mean. Like, it, there's nobody else, so really. For so, like, you got the Knicks. What the Knicks got? Two. Yeah, maybe two or three, maybe two, two, two. 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 All right, yeah. cool. That's it. Like nobody. Like, come on, man. Oklahoma well, that, never that, won that kinda, shit. That kind of proves the argument, right? That for you to win in this league, and everybody, we know everybody can't win. It comes down to. What your assets are, what they contribute to your team, and how well you draft. It's a whole system, though. I don't think it's just on the team. I think it's on the whole entire organization. Yeah, I mean, your, your organization has to be. Yeah, it's the coaching good, staff, yeah, good, it's, it's the doctors, it's everybody. And things yeah. like that. Whoever, so Bradley Bill, in the right system, in the right situation, will make you a winner. He's won nothing. But in the right situation, he can win you everything. He met Stafford, dog. Seriously, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm, I mean, I, I'm, so, agreeing with, I'm agreeing with that. So no, but no, no. I, I said all of that to say this. <laughs> Do you know. think Javon Brown? No, 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 no. Yes, possibly. Yes, possibly. Because a lot of people feel that way. I don't yeah. feel that way. I like that nigga. I think he's better than Luca personally. Yeah. That's how I feel. But do you think Jalen Brown's upside is anywhere near Bradley Beal's fucking now side? That's the question. That is the question. Well, the good thing Brad- about Jalen Brown in the league, what eight seasons? Bradley Beal? Oh, nine. Okay, nine. Yeah. <laughs> and Jalen Brown has been five, right? Is it five? He came, out, he came out with Ben. He came out with Ben. Oh shit! Five already. He came yeah. out with Ben. So see, he's outperforming. He's outperforming Ben, but I think that John Moran is outperforming him. I think you him. can get more out of Jalen Brown. I think you can. I get, think you won't get any more out of Jalen Brown now because he's with Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly, clearly, clearly. So and they have to share. That's a light skin dynamic, man. I mean, case in point, James Harden. We knew yeah. James Harden was nice with OKC. He went to he went to Houston and turned the fuck up. Yes, right. Yes, true. He really yes. manifested there. So in a different situation. Change of scenery, new system, 
even though it may not completely revolve around you, but you got a little bit of help. Yeah, exactly. You can elevate your team. And if if you go to the Sixers or who else is right there on the fringe in the East? Uh, well, we can't say Cavs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas might get this chip, yo. It's I can't crazy. say Heat because I mean that'd be kind of redundant. They got Jimmy. What are you, oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about trade scenarios? I'm talking about if if what you talking about? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, your guy. So what about him? What are you saying about him? I'm sorry. A change of scenery. I was gone. So it went from. Oh, he wants. Okay, he wants to change the scenery. I'm saying if if if, if he's if your your comparison of who's going to have the better upside. Yeah. Between uh, Bradley Bill. Can we get more out of Jalen than than Bradley has given us? Or them? Can we get more out of Jalen than Bradley has given them? Can we get more out of Jalen than Jalen has even given them? I think we for the last more, five years we can get more out of Jalen than Boston is getting more than getting out of Jalen. I believe that, but can we get more than? Beal is giving niggas right now that he's proven that he can give and he could possibly his game can live his game can live for another I mean, three Washington four years getting shit out of Beal right now to be fair but yeah to be I, fair I, I think to right be fair now, t- right now but yes. like last year last year he led the league in oh, scoring God, pretty much no, no. Bradley, last, last year, year Bill, yes sir absolutely last year he led the league in scoring pretty much Bradley yes. Bill, so he was, yeah he, he led the league in scoring for months and months months and months was, yeah I don't think he I don't think he won at the very end no, I don't know who got it at the very end. Nah, I mean they get, they, they made it into the playing game because like him, him and Russ like really turned up at the end of last season. So mm-hmm. yeah, they made, they made they made a great pay, playoff push. Yeah, but there's nobody else on that team. That's the problem. Who's their next best player? So last year, Bill. Yes, this year, Bill. I don't know. He's had his struggles, but that could be a byproduct of him. Maybe, Wait, but you don't. Hampered. But you're still Is making he, a case for him. Like you're, making, you're making a case for him over Jalen Brown right now. So, I mean, to be fair. I think what he's dealing with right now is yeah, it's temporary. Yes, but but he's also getting older. But I think his game lasts. So yes. it's that's the part. It's that's the his part that now, makes me a little bit. not his future. His now versus Jalen's future. Bradley Beal's now. Yeah, his now no. or his, or his next year. Bradley Beal's now or his no. next Jaylen year. Jalen Brown's now. Yes, Bradley Beal's now. No, next year. I would probably say Bill, only because maybe he might be rested, maybe That's what he I'm might saying. be motivated. But you I'm also t- got Jalen Brown as a younger, more hungrier player because he's still searching for his. He's still looking for his best opportunity. Yeah, Bradley Bill. I think maybe he wants somebody so to tell him. I think he wants somebody to tell him all that shit that he's been listening to niggas tell Jason Tatum for the last four or five years. Yeah, that's what I think yeah. he wants. I think he, he wants to come. I think he wants to go somewhere and he want to hear yo. You is exactly what we needed. Everything is about you. Yeah. We're building us all around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not what's going to happen here. He needs that nut. <laughs> that's man. not happening here. He need hug, man. Got to show him some love. <laughs> he do. He needs Joel to give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you need that dot talk. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They, they, they zero need, excuses. They need to, like, you know. You know. That, right? The zero excuses, the whole zero. Tyrese Maxi jersey. So nah. That's why he chose zero. Zero excuses. Yeah. So Doc told him that he has zero excuses. So he has I to love that little zero. motherfucker, man. <laughs> that boy's story, man. That man, he's just he so fucking. Like, Yo, he's a winner, why you man. Playing? Yeah, this is after. Why Maxie. am I not playing? Yeah. Why, he asked Maxie, like, bro, why aren't you playing? So, so I had to ask myself. He's like, bro, you the coach. What do you mean? Why I'm not playing? <laughs> I'm not playing because you ain't saying I'm playing. He's like, no. Why aren't you playing? Like, you need to be ready. Like this is the reason. There's a reason why I'm not putting you in a rotation. That's basically what he was telling. Wow. And Maxie had to kind of put it together. Yeah, you got to figure out why you're not playing, nigga. Why aren't you playing? You know. All right. So it's about to get real right now. I'm sorry, guys. Now I could sit here and I could go into the other uh, Ben Simmons trade scenarios. We can go into Portland if you really want. Uh, one more. Yeah, I think it's one more. Yeah, it's one more somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, took it upstairs because I complained about how you drink everything warm. Um, (laughs) so it's in the fridge. You gotta cut that. Um, so I could sit here and I could bring up other teams like LA or Portland, but Chicago is in one now. I don't see any pieces on LA that matter. And Portland, even though they're about to blow the fuck up, we don't need to have this. Nah, CJ. I don't. I don't want. It. Honestly, we don't need to have the CJ Dame talk anymore. Nah, honestly, it's weird because, like, we're thinking about getting all these guys coming off of injury. I don't know if I'm like too happy about that. Quite honestly, I'm not either. And I'm starting <laughs> so, to look so. at what you said in the beginning of the season about just maybe just Ben just playing here. Like, <laughs> so, so. Now I'm just looking like as we add it all up, I'm thinking like, what if he just did all the things he didn't do last year, and then like we could be cool. <laughs> like, what if he just gave us what we expect of him and no more than that, and then shit would be cool. Because I don't think niggas' expectations are unreasonable. No, for the most part, I think. Wait, you know what I expect from Ben? Here's what I expect from Ben. 
16, 5, and 8. You hear me? Yeah. 16, 5, and 8 consistently. 16, 5, and 8 consistently. That's what I expect from Ben, and I expect him to be a fucking damn good defender. Maybe not DPOY quality, because apparently nobody gives a fuck that he is, but at least fucking good. Maybe top five, top six perimeter and fucking, excuse me, perimeter and post, right? I expect that. 16, 5, and 8. Some days he'll give you 7 and 10 instead of 5 and 8. Some days he'll give you 4 and 6 instead of 5 and 8. But that's what I expect his average would be. That's, the all I, that's all I want from him. That's all I want. I don't want no more than that. Do I expect him to make three-pointers? Nope. Do I expect him to do fadeaways? Nope. I just expect him to take the fucking the bunnies when they give them to him. Yeah. I want him cherry-picked. That's all I want. And that's the thing I'm fine with that. I, honestly, I would probably like say like 16, 8, and 8, or 7, and 7, 7, and 8. So you're eight, admitting seven. that you expect more from him than I am, right? And you're quantifying it in the same... Uh, terms that i just gave it to you right yeah because i mean essentially like you know like i'm not necessarily expecting him to score but he's supposed to be like an extremely defensive point guard right Mm -hmm. so he's supposed to get us a few well defensive and well-rounded well yeah defensive well-rounded but also like pretty athletic so he's supposed to get us maybe a few rebounds that we shouldn't get Mm -hmm. so offensive rebounding he should be able to get us that um you can't do that from the perimeter i promise you that but it doesn't have to be in a perimeter because if if he's supposed to be the big point guard then quite honestly he should be dishing it off and just running straight to the rim and then if it comes off he just needs to go and just stay there you know what i mean stay there you know i mean like that that's the main thing i mean but you know but i guess it depends on how you set up your defense because if you have another defender with him the other defender can go back and he can kind of trail you know but perfect you know that's money, baby. Hey, Max. Don't leave that man open in the corner. You know who he is? It's mad Max right there. Reese. It's fucking Reese, my nigga. So, okay. Reese Weatherspoon. All right, nigga. We about to start the real shit right now, brother. 